You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Raid After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Raid After Show. Hey, what's up, so called out? Oh, I wait for it. Here it comes. But it builds. This is me riding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you guys realize that Nostradamus is not doing, um, at the beginning of the episodes, he doesn't do his little voiceover thing anymore? Didn't yeah. notice. I didn't he see He hasn't that. been doing it for a while now, so. Interesting. We just let you enjoy this song, Scotland. Anyways, hello everybody. We're back here doing your favorite after show for Rain. Yes. This is a great episode. <laughs> awesome episode. I loved it. Awesome episode. I loved it too. Um, and I just really want to jump into this episode. I don't even care what it's called. I don't even care jump what on. it is. Because that doesn't matter. Because toy soldiers. It's toy soldiers. You ruined it, Phil. We were trying to give it no Phil! name. <laughs> we were trying to pump it up. That's what we put Phil in the booth, so he's getting all testy. Um, sorry, ladies. We ha- we ha- again, we have to keep you guessing. We got to keep you guessing. We, mm-hmm. You had a lot of bash in this episode. We had so we had to keep Phil, and he got very very jealous. Yes. Kinda. Yes. Um, yeah. Anyways, did. Toy Soldiers. Uh, a lot happened in this episode. It was very exciting. A lot of storylines we ha- haven't seen. A lot of new characters mm-hmm. that um, we got to meet. And um, let's start with, you know, one of the visitors that came to the castle in this episode was Greer's family. Her dick of a dad. Woo! Uh, yeah. Talk wow. about daddy issues. Uh, He's not nice. No. He was horrid. I, ugh. Like, uh, go back home. Yeah, well, so he yeah. shows up at the castle, yeah. and he brings two of Greer's younger sisters, who I don't think those girls spoke, but mm-hmm. I wonder if when they brought them into the audition, they were just like, we just need looks of shock. Just just do <laughs> show us your best shocked face, and you'll get the part. And whoever had the best shocked face, those girls got the part. I mean, he didn't like girls at all. He was like, unfortunately, I had daughters. Like, mm-hmm. he was just, I want him to get back in the coach, take his ass back home. Oh, he yeah. Was, he he doesn't even deserve to be there at the castle or at court. Mm-hmm. Like, he clearly, like, sir, bro, you have no money. Like, why are you making Greer pick up for your slack? Like, you can't just be a broke, deadbeat dad and yeah. expect your daughter to make you money. And then yeah, well, to, ha- well, to be rude, like, to be so arrogant and condescending and, like, try to get over on Castle Rule, like, wait a minute. I, I, I want to I want to play devil's advocate here because I, I do I do disagree with how he treats his daughters. I think that's hor- horrible. But back in that time, that was your purpose as a woman. If you don't have sons, that really sucked because you have nobody to carry, to pass your lands to, your money to, mm-hmm. to carry on your name. So you had to make, like... The only benefit of having girls was to get money and like join right. forces with people and huh. to use them and and bidding. So 
you know, what, the way he's dealing with his daughters, like, that makes sense to me. The way he's treating them, that does not, he is not a nice person. And, right. but I mean, hey, he is trying to find any way to keep his nobility, and that takes money. And obviously, it's not his fault all of his minds dried up. I mean, I don't know really how that works, but that's something that if, if a mind, you don't know when you dig a hole when it's going to run out of whatever you're pulling out of it. So. <laughs> I, yes. I mean, I, back then, Geography I'm sure you did it. <laughs> yes. So, like, the hole went through menopause? Is I that don't know. Like I guess the time? hole went okay. through. Uh, I'm glad it's length. Um, <laughs> similar to Francis. Uh, sorry, we'll get into that later. Thanks. <laughs> I'm glad that they paired him, though, with Castleroy because it was such a contrast of, like, this, like, to me, he's true Prince Charming. Like, he didn't want anything. He wasn't being vindictive. He might not be that easy on the eyes, but he's sweet. And I, lo- I fell in love with him tonight in this episode more than yeah. any of the other characters. Yeah, you know what? Like, A++++ for Lord Castleroy. He is so awesome. And not only did he come and defend... Greer to the highest standards. He also took care of her sisters and her family. No questions asked. He just was like, "You, if you're a businessman, you know what the prize is, and this is well, the prize." And he also did it in a way where it was it, it it he was he even though he was kind of like basically put her father in his place. Mm-hmm. He still didn't publicly embarrass him. Mm-hmm, he right. could have really, really like shamed him but instead he did it in a pri- the privacy of them and was like you he's know still what? a gentleman he was such a gentleman mm-hmm. about speaking it. of historical things is that was that very common back then for men to i know that women were had to come with dowries and we weren't worth much without a husband and being married off men but paying for women yeah well no yeah his sisters i mean that doesn't seem like I, a I, common thing they did back then where a man so. would be like and here's money for your other daughters too i i mean unless you're a very very kind person i i i, I doubt that happened very often yeah. but i do have to say i feel like they're trying to make lord casseroy look a little schnazzier like this episode for some reason i was just like it's not that bad greer it's all, person- not that bad. <laughs> it's all personality he kind of he, he's looking a little better. He's looking a little yeah. better every day. His, so. No, he's not. His little getup was a, a little silkier. His hair was a little. His hair was a little. Like, you know, he looked like he had like, like he looked you know, shinier. Yeah. I, he, I thought. Oh, well, yeah, I thought he, Lord was looking okay. Not that I mean, bad. he was no bash. Like, yeah, but he was looking okay. He's, he's all personality. He's a true prince charming. Yeah. So so mm-hmm. so when we leave, so okay. The, the last you don't agree. <laughs> you don't think he's no, I'm not gonna. But all personality, I wouldn't say that. I would just say he's all chivalry and man and gentleman. Oh, I would. That was my nice way of saying that he's not attractive. Oh, oh. <laughs> you know, that's what they say about girls. Yeah. She's a great personality. You yeah. know, that's what they say about chicks when they're. Anyways, no. I, at, I, I know you and okay. I one day will be on the same page. This is why we do it on the same side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, well, so we, we, we yeah. leave we leave the Greer storyline with you know Castleroy Castleroy basically giving her um, their marriage certificate and being like you can sign this when you're ready to basically um, like because he what he told uh, um, what he said about her sisters is I want them to be able to marry for love because he's basically saying I know Greer I know you don't love me mm-hmm. but. I'm, I want to prove, I want to gain your love and gain your trust, and I'm gonna, cause I love, cause he loves her, obviously, and, but he's going to wait for when she's ready and when she actually does love him to make that marriage, 
um, com- complete, which is is just another. Cherry yeah. on top. Go, Lord. And Apple I liked Roy. how in the beginning and the opening where all the girls were together, it was kind of like they were having like girls' day and they were actually having fun again at court. Like yeah, I little, liked little that. Snowball I hated yeah. that scene. I, I hated it. I thought it was so cheesy. I'm sorry. Grow up, <laughs> ladies. Just no, I mean, it's not grow up, ladies. It just was, it just seemed a little too like. Well, no, because what I was going to finish saying was, like, in that moment, they were all being vulnerable and honest with each other and talking about, like, some of the mistakes they made. And, you know, Greer was like, she fell in love with this guy, you know. So I liked that. Like, that was, like, an authentic moment because that's what girls do. Yeah. You know, and, and next I, I really liked how the episode kind of minus the scene with the Duke at the very beginning, but the episode kind of opened with all four girls kind of like reflecting back on like think about where all those girls were. Yeah. Episode one, episode. I mean, the first half of this entire season, those girls were in completely different predicaments. Oh yeah, and this. I mean, this episode is a month since last episode. Like the timetable wise, it's been a month mm-hmm. since. All that craziness happened, which is which makes me wonder why Lola's not even a little bigger. Um, That's what she had her cape on, which those capes were beautiful, amazing, beautiful. and those gloves with the jewels. Yeah, oh, so good to Did die. You, if Love. you if you went on the Rain Facebook page, you can see really cool behind the scenes photos of when they were shooting that scene and. Obviously, it was. We've had a really rough winter all over the United States, but um, and they film in Canada, and they had not only those big capes on, which look warm, but like in between scenes, they're all standing there with Starbucks and have even bigger capes on top of the capes that like are like waterproof and stuff, and they're all just they just look freezing. But like props to them because they're dealing with the elements, Mm -hmm. but they're still giving us great television. So I appreciate it, killing it, girls. Um, so let's move on to um, Penelope and Catherine. Oh, good. So good. Is there not another appropriate moment to say, bye, Felicia? Crushed yeah, real Felicia. <laughs> Shout out to JJ McAvoy. McAvoy? Yes, that picture is hilarious. Like, that was amazing. So funny. Can we get a round of applause for her for this YouTube? Because yes. uh, I don't feel I don't know if Twitter, you saw it. Twitter, Twitter, yeah. Twitter. I did not. What are, what are you guys oh, talking about? Oh my gosh. Okay, JJ hilarious wow. hilarious girl made a meme of Felicia and I and it was and Felicia, Felicia. Felicia. Sorry, <laughs> this is not Felicia I know you're still struggling okay, about okay, who is okay, Felicia okay. this is, this is not Felicia Fania and I and Fania is staring at me laughing in my face and my I'm just like oh and it said hashtag by Felicia <laughs> It was so funny. It was it was pretty awesome. We'll put it. <laughs> Thank in, you for that. Well, relevant, more relevant to the show. Sorry. Um, no worries. No, I, I love that kind of stuff. Um, however, the thing that upset me about tonight's episode slightly, and I'm reminded of it when we're talking about this, was that fact that you know Catherine puts her in the um, the tower, as I'll call it. But Mary had just gotten out of, out of the tower, and there was that passage of time between last episode and tonight's episode where I was like. It just kind of went by so fast. And, and yeah. specifically, I want to talk more about Francis and Mary and that relationship and how it affects that. But I am reminded of it based on, you know, now that uh, Penelope is locked in the bell tower and with all of Catherine's threats, which, by the way, I, I love her kind of going back into position now saying to her, you know, hey, y- you know, you wouldn't want anything to happen, would you? Yeah, I... I- I just, I have not liked, I mean, I know Penelope is not supposed to be a likable character, but mm-hmm. I 
I haven't liked her since the beginning. I did. I don't want to see her back. And the fact that now Catherine is giving her the chance to be in her inner circle. Like, obviously, this chick has outsmarted you before, Catherine. Mm-hmm. And I know Catherine, like, in her head, she's like, oh, keep your, you know, friends close, enemies closer. And so that, but it's just like, you, why would you want this chick to work for you who obviously has like a vendetta against you? Yeah. Like, and, and you're going to train her to be better at deceiving people? Like, I just think, I'm like, Catherine, you're That's smarter smart. than that. Why are you doing this? I um, think the position is fitting. You know, go off and be a prostitute and back to the prostitute farm because once that happens that's what she said she was going off to the or I'm sorry the king was like I have my mistresses over the prostitute farm <laughs> who's the head of that the, 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 the you know uh, game and uh, I, the, you have know, you master. been to this prostitute it's the bunny ranch no but like so King Henry was like, I have mistresses over here in this land. You go there. And then Catherine is like, well, hey, be a part of my flying vaginas, whatever they're called, <laughs> which I think is great for her. Because- flying bees. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because once that happens, the king's not going to want her as much because she's going to be used good. Well, the king definitely doesn't want her at all. Like the king is king, over king her henry completely. is so done with her and he this, had a vision this whole a yeah it. this whole pregnancy stunt was hilarious we all knew it was ridiculous the second those words were coming out of her mouth but queen catherine when she like was threatening her she literally said i will grind you into the dust you no longer seem fit to sweep mm, that was i was like line. oh you're so badass I love Catherine. She's yeah. so and she, in that moment she admitted that those other girls were murdered. And like watch out, you could be one of them. I was surprised that she let that secret out. Nah. Mm. But no nobody's gonna trust Penelope anymore because like she's so out of favor with the king. I just didn't understand why Catherine just didn't get rid of her. Like just just be done with she her. Can, yeah. You know, she's, there's plenty of other like women there that Catherine can have more power over and manipulate. But you like, saw what happened why. to the last girls. They all ended up dead. So I think I think it's also it's a great kind of example. You know, yes, she can kind of have power over other people, but you know, part of that power is saying to somebody else like, "Hey, look at who someone who tried to kind of go against me and 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 whatever else. Now look at her." I'm in complete control. And so that, you know, it's like a case study, almost. Yeah, but I, I just, Penelope's, her character is not the type of person that's going to go to this, like, being like, yay, I'm going to work for Catherine. She's going to go to this and be like, yay, Catherine's thinking I'm working for her and I'm going to work against her. Because obviously Penelope is power, super power hungry and she always is going to want that power. So, <laughs> I don't know. I I think this is going to come back to bite Catherine in the butt. But I think, you know, what's what's interesting, too, to kind of note is, you know, you, you, as you're mentioning that, is how do you control your armies, right? And I think where King Henry is playing with fire and now France is kind of playing with fire, I think Catherine's playing with fire. And they all have this trait within them where they live very dangerously. And, you know, if it pays off, it could be wonderful, but there's a lot of risk involved. Mm-hmm. I... I don't know. I, we can move on from this. Yeah, I I'm mean, like, here's the thing. Penelope is ridiculous. Like, she thinks that she's all high and mighty. Like, even when we first saw her walk in the episode and the guard stopped her, she's like, do you not know who I am? And they're like, yeah, you're the girl who got the bean. Like, peace out. <laughs> but then the whole, like... The Bitch, tr- please. Like, the trick of, like, her, like, trying to sleep with that guy... 
in like the kitchen or the stables or wherever they were, and then she was tr- she was trying to sleep with him to get pregnant. To get pregnant, right? yeah, for sure. Right. Like to prove that King Henry really got her pregnant, so she could actually just stay around. And I think that the only reason the queen wanted to keep her around is because I think the queen had finally broken her down so much, like. Beat you again, beat you again, yeah. beat you again. Oh, wait, got you one more time, biatch. I think she's finally like, listen, like, this is your last chance. And she, Penelope, even when they were in the tower, was like, please, can I can I please still stay? I'll clean bedpans. I'll do whatever. And I think that's when Catherine knew I finally have beaten her so many times. Mm-hmm. Now she can finally work for me. I mean, I don't trust her either. I'm just saying that's probably what Catherine was thinking. I don't trust her either. I don't think it was a good idea. She should just peace out, Girl Scout, but... Or maybe Catherine's like make, making like six moves ahead, knowing that she's going to turn on her. I don't know, Catherine. I, I have more faith in you, Catherine, than what this might seem like. So hopefully, when Penelope does kind of turn on you, which I think she will, you're going to be ready for it because you've seen the six steps ahead. Because you are the queen, and the queen is badass in chess and in this show. She kills. Um, it. Let's next talk about. The hottie of the night. Woo-wee. Oh my god! Can you guys stop, stop it? Stop it! Hottie of the night. Hot and bothered. I mean, Phil, if you walked in here and stripped off your shirt like that, you could get those same reactions. No, but he didn't. Like the first time, he just kind of like turned around, like, oh. Do I not have a shirt on? Like, no. Yeah, like, like, I can't get a camera. I'm sorry. Oh, my goodness. Bash could get it. I'm, but I am happy for them that they are... Obviously, these are two very, very attractive people. We mm-hmm. were wrong. We were wrong in thinking last week. Thinking I didn't that they, think that. Who Did I think that they, you they thought had that. bangs? I thought <laughs> they, they had bangs. Together? They didn't? No. Obviously, I wrote in my notes, ha-ha, Phil, because I was going to show it in his face that I was right. They did sleep together. No, no, no they, they slept together this no. episode, but they, last episode, they had not slept together. Oh, my God. Tonight, well, was, like, tonight, tonight was their tonight first was night. Tonight was their first time because <sighs> ba- Bash wanted to take it slow, and he mm-hmm. wanted kind of to forget mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. every mm-hmm. other man that she's ever had a sexual experience with, basically, and he seemed to do his job. There was so much foreplay in this there CW episode. So much foreplay! God. <laughs> I like, how, what, how long is it? And even Kenna was like, okay, Bash. Okay, come on. That's just, that's just, come on, come on. But I loved how they were like, it's them, and they're starting fresh, and they have each other. Like, it's a new relationship. I'm happy for them. I'm happy that they have each other, mm-hmm. and they're not playing second fiddle to anybody else. So, yeah. Go I, get it. I loved it. Like, Bash killed it. He killed it in all aspects of that bedroom, whatever went down. Like, the, the, can, can, I had one issue with the bedroom scene. Uh-oh. It was just the very, very start of it. When he was, like, trying to caress her hair back, his, like, hand got stuck, and it just kind of looked a little, like, awkward, like a little Did awkward. And yeah. I don't know. And I feel like he just, like, I mean, perhaps he just kept going in the scene, but it just looked like something, something got a little, like, stuck or, like, a little awkward, but he <laughs> just kept going. I'm just not going to let that I forgot about detail. it. I'm, I'm going to let it go. I let it go. I, it's gone. <laughs> let it go. Let just it get go. it out and let it go, because Bash I just needed to say that. It. Yeah, it was, it was very, very hot, and, um... Whew. Woo. Although I was a little taken aback, I have to admit, when he didn't actually want to do it. He didn't want to seal the deal until after he saw Mary and Francis, yeah, which I was like, teased. no, like, let let go of those feelings, please, Bash. Like, have this new life That was with so upsetting to me because I actually genuinely felt bad for Kenneth in that situation. I felt like she was 
opening up and really forgetting about things and realizing that she does have feelings for Bash and it was going to be just the two of them mm -hmm. and she would finally be cared for and happy. And then when that happened, he immediately saw... The second he saw Mary and Francis, he ran back and was like, well, I'm ready now. No, like, no, no. it was kind of like revenge. Like, it wasn't like a I love you type thing. It was mm -hmm. just like, I need to do this to get one up on them. Well, and I don't Kenneth know. felt that. Sad. Kenneth felt that because Kenneth yeah. grabbed him and was like, you need to, I want you to be only seeing me. Like, she yeah. knows. And Kenneth, I'm giving her more credit for her intelligence. Um, so. That's never happened before. <laughs> but she knows she could. I, she's good at reading people. I think that's one of her big, like her a very good, strong suit for her. But yeah, she was like, "Look at me. It's just me." Like even though she didn't realize he saw Mary and Francis mm -hmm. making out, I think she knew he wasn't thinking about her. Like he wasn't in it. Yeah. Um, and then he got in it, uh, <laughs> literally. But I, I, the other, my my favorite part about this is like all this crazy stuff is going on, like really intense dramatic scenes, screaming at each other, and then it just like cuts to like Bash and Kenna banging, like yeah. It was like like and then like like the very sensual music, like the really music like was good, music. yeah. The music for their scene was good. Phil, what did you feel about those scenes? Phil, Phil, oh. I I enjoyed this part of the storyline. <laughs> no, not because not because of uh, yes, I can you know say because of Kenna, but more so you know I just like um, I like Bash kind of going where he's going because we're seeing the ripples in uh, the relationship of Mary and Francis, and um, again, not on the surface level, this is what Mary could have had. She could have had a loving and supportive husband, and now she don't, or at least in her mind. I think she has a loving and supportive husband. I I completely think that she has a loving and supportive husband. I just think that they were both dealt the hand of yeah. being rulers. Yeah. Like, it doesn't change. Francis, he was like, I will go to battle for you. I will risk my life for you and for Scotland. Like, he was genuinely willing to do all of those things. He went over his father's head and made a deal. Like, he would genuinely wanted to do all of that. For Mary and for her country. Yeah. Obviously, the cards ended up dealing him a different shitty hand, but he genuinely would do that for her because he loved her. And that's, I mean, it just sucks that they both have to be a king and a queen because they're so hard-headed. Well, and it's kind of cool now because even if Mary, I think, was ba with Bash, I think she they would be running into these same things exactly because you said because they're rulers. Like, you know, Bash and Kenna don't have, they don't have rules. Rulers have rules, and you know they have they have other things that are more important than themselves that they have to consider if they want to be a good ruler. And yeah. both Francis and Mary desperately want to be good rulers because they love their countries, and that that is in itself their biggest fault as well. I think that's going to be this is going to be an ongoing storyline: the conflict of being a king and then being a husband or wife, and they're going to be constantly like conflicted. I thought the same thing. Like in the beginning, Francis was like, "Yes, let's go help Mama Mary. Like, let's do what it takes." But then when he has to go to work, which is putting on his king crown, he has to go to work. So I I like it. It keeps me interested, and it and keeps them conflicted. And if that was Bash, like the. It just would be so different because I don't, I think that he loves his country, of course, but I don't think that he ever, he wasn't raised to be the ruler right. that, that Francis has to be. And I think that he would be more of a, a pushover, do whatever Mary says. Like, you know, he would succumb to what she wanted and then it would be really tough for France. Mary would be dead 
If she would have married Bash, Mary would be dead. Her brother would have come. She would have Bash would have let her go. She would have left. She would have been assassinated. Assassinated. So wait, did we find out what happened on the boat with her brother when he went back? Or no, we we didn't find out what what happened. But but like we did find out that there was like a, a price on Mary's head. Like that's why she they're trying to get her so desperately to go back. Right, but so was he legit in putting her in? The tower? We, like... Yeah, yeah, well, Francis okay. put her in the tower. Well, we were... He, Francis was legit to put her in the tower because he did find out from from a, from a footsman that he was paid to assassinate her. We right, don't know if the brother was involved. There were other assassinators. That's what I want to know. Do they address that this episode? No. Did we find out, you know, know if the brother's intentions and if something actually happened on the boat on the way out there or... Okay. We don't know yet. <sighs> hmm. Don't know. Because I was on his side, but I need to know. On the brother's side? No, I was on Francis' yeah, side no, about Fra- putting yeah. her in the tower, but I need to make sure. That, let's for let's the right talk reason. about kind of the the main storyline of this episode. And the whole episode actually started with this random dude with all, like, an army. And mm-hmm. um, basically we see him bring a dead son to a woman and then take her 14-year-old son away and say, you know, I'll trade you a dead son for a live one. I don't care how old he is. Here's your money. Like, peace out. You don't have a choice. Um, and then we come to find out this Ugh. is Mary's uncle, uh, the Duke of Guise, who is Mary de Guise's brother, mm-hmm. who was kicked out of Scottish court or, yeah, Scottish court because he got too power hungry. and was, French court. Not Scottish French, court. No, I think it was Scottish, but they know his, they, they know his um, reputation in France mm-hmm. as well. Um, oh. Yeah, because it was Mary's father who kicked him out. Oh, got it. Um, My bad. So, this power-hungry crazy man who's basically, like, scared people and um, paid to build this army mm-hmm. um, that he's been marching around with. And uh, Mary feels so desperate because Catherine won't help her, um, you know, bring an army to help her mother. Because her mother is being, is stuck in a castle that's being attacked by a bunch of Protestant rebellion. Rebe- rebels um to catch you all up on your history lesson today uh, <laughs> but uh so she writes to her uncle Catherine's like what the hell did you mm-hmm. just do henry's like even though in his crazy mind he's always like what the hell is going on but he was like what the hell are you doing yeah don't bring um, him here Catherine said you just brought the devil into our home yeah dun 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 so i'm interested to see who's gonna be worse the darkness or the duke like which one is <laughs> Which one I'm are we still at? wondering where this this darkness is. Like the darkness was such a big thing, and now it's just like we didn't even see Nostradamus this episode. No, you That's know what okay. I think the darkness is like it's like um okay. like a prank or like payback. You know when you know some like your sibling is gonna get you, but you don't know when they're gonna get you or when they're gonna pull the prank and get back at you. It's like I the feel slap like, bet from How I Met Your Mother. That's what so I feel scary. like the darkness is. You know, I don't know what that is, but it's okay. I just feel like we're just waiting. Like okay, and then it's gonna come when we least expect. Like it. you know, it would be perfect if it tied into King Henry's obsessions. You know, because it's ah. it deals with ungodly things, and he's so. Quote unquote, Maybe godly. they put a curse on Henry. Maybe that's why Henry's going crazy. The darkness <laughs> got into him. That's why he doesn't have on any pants. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. So the Duke gets here. The mm-hmm. Mary meets the Duke with Francis. And immediately, like, in that first that first scene, we didn't really know how bad this guy was. In that scene when he's talking to Mary, this is a bad dude. We don't like him. He's smart, yeah. though. I think that was a really power play and a chess move to his request. Mm-hmm. And especially because the king is cuckoo right now, I think, well played. He might not be the best guy, but 
very smart tactic. I just can't believe he's paying people and just like taking their sons. Is that, I thought the armies were built from like, you know, you, this is your duty to your country. You serve. I mean, sometimes you have to, but like you do it because you love your country and you want to defend your country. Like that poor 14 year old boy, like they just had no choice. And the guy just handed over money. And, and her uncle even said, he was like, I pay them well. Like that's doesn't matter. Like at least he gave them money though. So he could have just come in because you saw the army, like that woman couldn't have done anything. He could have just come in and like taken her son and been like, you know, too bad, so sad. So I think that was but, a norm back then. I don't think you got a choice. I don't think that you got paid, though. I think that the paying is different. Mm. I don't know. You know what? If you have an idea of this, of how it worked back then, yes. write us a comment. Go on YouTube. Go on iTunes. Rate us. Like Heck, us. Heck, write an email. Write us, a, yeah. write us an email. Yeah. Info at AfterBuzz TV. Do it. We love it. We we like you guys are the best fans out there. Yeah. Oh yeah, this after Let's... show. We love all your discussions. We love the funny uh, gifts you make. Um, and you guys are all. It's it makes it so much more fun. For it our does. Week. So thank you, thank you, thank yeah. you, thank you. And we you. read so all the comments all week. And we it's do. So awesome how into it you guys are because we're obviously super into it too. So it's shout out time, really quick. Th- do please, it. Phil. So Dephilius thirty two. You are the fifth co-host like hi you've been knighted okay <laughs> you're the best <laughs> and forgive me everyone if i mispronounce your name handles and usernames it's you know i can be a little slow genji the singer what's up girl sarah bushnell bashal hello annie bell thank you very much priscilla biden She's oh, always commenting, yeah. watching. Are you we related love you. to Joe Truth. Biden? <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, Katie Carver. Thank you guys. We appreciate you guys watching our show and tuning in because we like you. We love you guys. Totes. You guys are great. Um, so, so to jump back to this crazy thing that is going on with this Duke. So <laughs> Mary's like, I'm over it. We're screwed. I don't know what we're going to do because we can't give... The Duke basically wants a spot in French court to be mm-hmm. um, basically the hand of the king, the right-hand man of the king. Um, so to have a lot of power, basically control his armies. And mm-hmm. he wants that, but he doesn't want that from Henry because he's like, Henry's cuckoo. I can't, I, I don't want, I can't get anything from him, basically. Right. Like, I can't get any power from him because mm-hmm. he's nuts. Um, so what Francis goes in is Francis basically is like, hey, if you do this for me, if you just do this for Mary, I will give you that position when I come to power. And then Francis goes another step to be like, you know what? And I'm going to make sure that you follow through because I'm going to go with you to Scotland. And then, and he's like, well, what if you die? And he's like, well, if you die, then you don't get your end of the bargain. Mm-hmm. So Francis was really sneaky. Props to you, Francis, for being, I, I thought it was a very kingly um, and noble move for him and smart move. Yeah, he was probably thinking, I'm going to have to kill this guy <laughs> as soon as I'm king. That's a good thought. That's a, That would be a yeah. smart thought. Yeah, I was like, all right, Francis, like, make this deal. But this guy, he his history of being power hungry is extremely severe. So I don't think that that's the kind of guy who is. And he said, I want to serve under a king, a great, great king. Mm-hmm. But that's, I mean, I think that he just wants to be really in control of something. So I don't know. And did he low-key kind of comment about maybe poisoning King Henry or having some, a hand that in that? maybe someone's feeding him poison. That's why he's crazy. The darkness. What? I think the dark, somebody from like some, if Henry's being poisoned, 
I think Phil's very right as it, it could be that the darkness or whoever worships the darkness could be very much involved in why Henry is going crazy with mm-hmm. either poison or mm-hmm. I don't know what else it could be, but yes. It's penetrating his dreams. I don't the darkness. Don't say the word penetrating. Well hey, you took no. it there. <laughs> I my brain did too. <laughs> you say the word pen I watch I'm not even gonna go into it. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. Phil, what do you think about this Duke's army? His army specifically or just the storyline? This storyline. Give us give us your opinions. I'm excited for this. I'm excited because it's finally strategy and, uh, you know, all this talk of England and Scotland and things like that. And as much as I love the show, I I want to go out of the castle just, just a little bit. You know, just to know things are happening outside the castle. And I think that's where we... We really need to kind of go, and I know perhaps we won't to the full extent that I wish we could for budgets and other reasons, but I'm I'm excited to kind of know that things are happening, because we always get this, like, someone's got to go to Scotland, or someone's got to go here, but we never really get to go there. You know, when when Bash was um, exiled, he went on the outskirts of the woods, but then we came back. You know what I mean? And so I really want to see this fully play out. If nothing else, I want to see... not necessarily an all-out war, but skirmishes, and I want. I like. I love seeing uh, the toy soldiers and kind of playing that uh, chess game in some sense. So I, I want to see more of that. I, I did like that scene with Hen between Henry and Francis in the throne room, um, when basically Francis is calling out his dad and saying, "You're mad. What are you thinking?" Mm-hmm. Like Francis, like, and and I saw the desperation. Like I think it's it's breaking Francis's heart that like he's wa- like watching his father crumble in kind of front of him and you know henry was a good king like he was but now he's just a cuckoo king and i wonder how long this cuckoo storyline is gonna play out like yeah, when before. will we <laughs> well it looks like he it probably can't last that much longer he's extremely putting his country in danger by sending those soldiers off like that that's bad yeah, and That's himself. Really he was ready to go out the door with no pants on no and pants. <laughs> like, which he's graduated from his missing shoes. <laughs> so just what I thought the batshit crazy skill couldn't get any higher, the pants come off. <laughs> so now he's like all the way up here and I just want to know what's going to come off next. I think he's, I hope we just get a naked Henry. <laughs> Why not? Why not get us a full on naked Henry? One of my favorite Delphs. I would be yeah, best Delph. He's a great Delph. Minus the crazy and pushing women out windows. Yeah. Uh, oh, and yeah. beheading innocent. Oh, yeah. A lot of things are wrong a lot of things with our attraction to him. <laughs> but a lot of things um, are right. There was another scene that I really, really liked. Um, it was with Henry Henry, Catherine, Francis, and Mary. And it was when uh, Henry was basically, or Catherine told Mary, you know, you don't just have your mother to worry about at this point, but uh, uh, Bloody Mary, uh, Mary of in- Queen Mary of England, mm-hmm. passed the um, succession, or, or the, is going to give the crown to Elizabeth, well, who right. is a bastard and a Protestant. Two really bad things, apparently, at this time. Of, at this time of uh, this era, um, which then kind of makes Mary and that marriage worthless a little bit. I Just mean, yay, little. they're in love. I'm really happy. But like Mary de Guise pushed it. She lied to get that to happen mm-hmm. um, in hopes that it would, you know, force them to recognize Mary as the new, you know, Queen of England once the other Mary died. But everything's kind of blown up in their faces. 
Yeah, and King Henry was not shy about telling Mary to her face how worthless she is. Yeah. He was like, he's like, you're not giving me England, and are you even pregnant? Like, it just was like, it was horrid. It was bad, but it's at some point it has to be addressed. Like, you have to not just be here to be in love with our son. You have to but, start producing something. But Mary, props to her. Like, she in that, like she stood up to Henry. Like, even though Henry oh, yeah. kind of, like, was a little more right. But, like, that kind of yelling match was so intense, and I loved it, and I, like, believed it, and I felt like, like she's very strong and independent. She didn't need Francis yelling for anything. She can take care of herself. I think long gone are the days where Mary's just kind of silent and like, okay, like yeah. she's in oh, her yeah. queenness and her speakingness and, you know, she gives it right back, which we've been seeing. And I love it when she does that. Yeah. She, Girl power. She's all right. I mean, it's like, sometimes I'm just like, oh, come on. We're going to move on before okay. she just really pisses us all off. Don't you diss what? Mary. <laughs> I know. I, I'm. Haters going to hate. No, I don't want to. I'm not. Gonna haters going to hate. hate. So, I'm just like. You want her to have a seat? Uh, no, I don't want her to have a seat. I just want to see some more action come out of it than just the words. You know, I feel like Mary's been talking the talk. Well, but she I can't. Haven't... She can't create action because Francis is every time she's trying to create action, Francis stops her or locks her in a tower. Like, I'll come back to you on that with my prediction. Wait, wait, I got was it was it that. this episode or last episode where she said, you know, I should have made some secret treaties along this the way? Episode. This episode, yeah. Ooh, I was right. Yeah. But, you know, I, I think that's very true. She should have made, you know, had she been really as smart as, you know, sometimes she lets on to be, other times not so much. And you know what? Ultimately, at the end of season 10, which we're hoping, that, you know, we might find out that the righteous path is the true path, but right now it's not really paying off. And so, you know what? Maybe she should have made secret deals and alliances along the way. Yeah. And, again, that's what, it, it's funny because, you know, Bash saw them. But he saw a perfect kind of union. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously the union is not so perfect. Well, and, and Bash did see them when Mary finds out from Francis that he has convinced the Duke to march the army to Scotland exact, mm-hmm. and, and save her mother. Mary is overcome with love. She forgives Francis for ever locking her in the tower. So it's making out. Bash sees it. Bash gets angry, so he takes off his shirt and goes and bangs Kenna. Um, <laughs> I love it. He just like walks out, like kind of mean mugs them from afar, and then just stomps back in, takes off his shirt, and is like, "I'm gonna get you again." Yeah. Um, <laughs> my bash impression. Um, but very quickly, I'm when again, I'm gonna get you again, yeah. very quickly, Francis again goes back on his promise. Promises are meant to be broken. I was told that once. Francis has broken everything. Like, I have to give to him. Francis has broken, like, every single one of his promises. Yeah, that that's why you don't make promises. Yeah, that's, it's devastating, and it definitely, it, it sucks. But at the same time, she said that she understood why he did it, because mm-hmm. she is also a queen, so she gets it, and because he's a king. Yeah. And that's why their union, like, it's so good, but so bad. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I genuinely believe that Francis what doesn't want to do it he wants to help mary he wants to help scotland he wants to do right by her but he legitimately was he he doesn't have a choice he doesn't have it no you're you're right he doesn't have a choice because if if calais falls like france is done Mm -hmm. like and then so scotland's done like cat like that because of what the mistake his father made it's not francis's fault he has to cover his father's mistake Mm -hmm. and he has to step up as dauphin as future king to you know cover his father's butt and 
you know, that yeah. sucks that he has to sacrifice for a time helping Mary's mother. But hopefully, I don't think it will happen, but hopefully they'll get there in time. They will save Calais and then they and then get up to Scotland, Scotland and save, um, get the, you know, to stop the Protestant rebellion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hopefully that would be definitely ideal, but, um, I don't, this might be a prediction, but I, when the episode ended, I didn't think it was over yet. And I was like, Mary's going to get pack her stuff and just head up on Scotland herself. That was my one of my predictions. Aww. It's okay. I don't care. I have others. We'll, we'll, we'll get a prediction in a we'll so, so we end this episode. <laughs> Francis, Mary basically tells Francis, don't make me a promise again that mm-hmm. you can't keep. Um, and and oh, alive. so and going back, back to that, alive. it's, you know, sometimes you have to sacrifice one for the greater good of all. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what we're going to be seeing a lot because they are royals and they are kings and queens and there's that fine line of balancing both so and Catherine in, in a couple a few episodes back he said Mary you better get used to killing innocent people yeah it's, it's you have to do it as a queen basically it's part of the job description yeah so you have to deal with it and you have to forgive you don't forget which is what Mary was saying so you learn and you forgive and they're all all the four our, our four ladies are all standing up on the balcony again and hmm. waving goodbye to their gentlemen off to war and off uh, to war. it sounds like it sounded like <laughs> it accent was that <laughs> It sounds like we're not going to see Francis back at the castle for a little bit. It sounded like because when when her and Francis were kind of doing the dirty, mm-hmm. she said something about, "Oh, hopefully when you come back, you'll come back and see us." As like hoping that maybe she he would knock her up before he left and he would come back to to see an error or that she was pregnant. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Is there anything else you guys want to touch on on this episode? Is there anything we missed? I'm good. Uh, uh, Phil. Phil. Ah, uh, y'all go to me when you have nothing to say. That's, no. that's why no. can't I just chime in when I want to chime in? You can chime in whenever you want. Yeah, Phil. We're, we're just trying to include you. Phil, you, know, you can not- mute our mics. You have you, all the power I know, in there, I know, truly. I, I, I did, fu- you know, and that's what made the episode so interesting. It was a good episode, but I found it interesting the time that we chose to come back in on. You know, I don't, again, I forget how long it has been since Mary was locked away. And we kind of begin with them talking about how upset Mary is. And at the end of the episode, that's where feeling-wise and emotion-wise we're left with her still kind of being upset with Francis and not in a good place. And I found that um, very interesting. And, you know, a lot of people are leaving, but there's still a lot of people that that are staying. And it's going to be interesting how they they now interact with, uh, you know, in this case, Mary specifically. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. Well, then, on that note, predictions? On that note, predictions. I want to go first. Go. Take it away. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Okay. So next week, we're going to have a battle. It's going to be an epic battle. And I think <laughs> I think one of the people that we're going to see in the battle for next week is going to be... Lath is going to be in the army that is going to meet up with the Duke's army, aka mm. with Francis. I think Lath is somehow going to save Francis's life, thus earn a title and land and happiness and go back and hoping to be with Greer, but then Greer's already falling in love with Castleroy, but she hasn't signed the paper yet. So it's got to be dramatic! Oh, that's that's what I think is going to happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mercy. Okay, that would be so cool, but then it's like, Career, you're about to screw over your whole family. Of girls. Yeah. 
just for love. Well, my prediction <laughs> was what one one of them was that Mary was going to go off to Scotland and handle some business and get some allies, and that we're also might find out that Mary's sterile. I think that might no, happen. No, I think I think and Francis is sterile, if anything. Because the- how was Francis sterile when he knocked up Lola? Oh, true story. No, but this is why because Mary. No, but Mary has spoiler alert. He spent his last. Yeah, he spent his last semen in Lola. No, um, (laughs) did that happen? I don't know, but I don't know science. Okay, I Mary. So if you do it, if if you if it comes out too many times, it doesn't work. I don't know. (laughs) Francis Francis came close to the dark side. Remember, because he went through the water and all that stuff. So who knows? I don't know. Um, That's the wildest theory, honestly, if that no, came but true. Mary, I'd be so shocked. Mary has children later in life. Right. But with other husbands. I understand tr- if it's true to history, but it's just my prediction. <laughs> I'm throwing history out the window, and I'm mm-hmm. just trying to make Nostradamus and the people listen and happy. <laughs> Mary's sterile. Done. Off. <laughs> Mary's sterile. <laughs> Yikes. Um. <laughs> I have a prediction that you guys are going to leave awesome comments this week and give me better predictions that I can come up with. Way to be lame. Okay, how about next week? We do have a special guest from the show coming in studio live. Uh, He will be tweeting with us during the show. He or she. He or she. she. Why can't we say a he? Can we say he? Yeah, I don't think that gives it away. Okay, he. Ooh. He. You guys are going to be be really is it going to be Bash? Oh my gosh. Is it going to be Francis? Is it going to be King Henry? Oh, Nostradamus? With no pads. No oh pads. my goodness. I'll work on my predictions and I'll tweet some because I'm, that was like, you're, okay, I'm not lame, but Phil called me lame, but I'll work on it and I'll tweet some for you guys. If you guys help us tweet about our fun secret special guest next week. Yeah, it's yeah. Maybe it's Lord Castleroy. Oh, or the Duke. <laughs> I'm excited. Oh, well, you guys can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Fania Thomas. And you can find me on Instagram at Megan Medic and on Twitter at The Bow Wow Gal. You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at KeatonM33. And I guarantee we'll find out who the darkness is on next week's episode because it could be our special guest. Imagine if we got an exclusive with the darkness. Cool. Exclusive with the darkness. Except that's not going to happen. Right? Thanks for watching <laughs> slash listening. We love you guys. We're just sitting in the Come studio on. in the dark. <laughs> hashtag get Kate on rain. <laughs> oh, From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 